Hey, I have a special Christmas show. My favorite guy, George Kamoko, is here today to do our Christmas music and to talk about his latest adventures and travel. And it's wonderful honor just receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award. How amazing is that? The Lifetime Achievement Award from Nahoko Hanahana. And you yeah. went over there on um, December 5th on Sunday. And it was quite an honor. It was quite an honor, especially, you know, um, when I figured the guys, there was only, uh, they gave out five awards. And one was for huapala.org. So that's a huge organization. And then Wahini passed away. Another one was for my friend uh, Randy Fong. And, uh, you know, uh, we were, we actually wrote a couple of songs together when I was a principal for community schools at uh, Haleopono Pono way back in 1974, 75. And then they also honored uh, this uh, Mona Joy. And she was she was uh, one of the people who was on Broadway. And so she was like 90, 92 years old or something. It was crazy. You know, so it's, it was it felt to really great to be amongst all those different um, um, guys who got the, the awards. And, and I was really honored to be there. And I'm very, very humbled by, by the fact that they, I was honored by these other um, icons of... Um, like Huapala.org, she, she started uh, recording all of the the songs and having the lyrics and all of the words and everything like in the correct Hawaiian format and all like that and, and talking to the... She's been doing this for like uh, 20, 25 years already. So, And she passed away, so her son actually was there to receive the awards. Was it done in a ballroom? Where did they hand out the It was the at awards? the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. And you know, that hotel oh, yeah. is still there. It's right down on... um, And you can see Kaimana um, Hila or uh, Diamond Head in the... I took some pictures and stuff. Beautiful. And, um, they have great pictures of the old Hawaii and some of the history there. Yeah, in, the in, fact, in fact, in, in one of the hallways, they had a picture of my great great grand uncle from 1915. He was the court uh, uh, chanter for King David Kalakaua in the 1860s, 70s, until Kalakaua died. So he was still alive. And he taught my grandma, my tutu Emily Hopali Dule, how to dance the hula, and Auntie Iolani uh, Luahine. She was a Makikau Luahine. And she both, and Auntie Eel didn't have kids, so she kept the hula going. And my grandmother had 13 kids, so she, you know, she got out of the hula. But 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 that was my, um, the court chanter is uh, Anton Kao'o. And and, uh, and the name Kao'o is in our family genealogy as well, so I got aunties who were named after him. Well, you Antonia, have. Antonia, you know, Auntie Mary, um, Miley, uh, Antonia Kao'o, named after him. Well, it was a <clears throat> very special occasion, very, very special honor, which you well deserve. I mean, at this point, you have so many albums. It's, I think I've lost track, about 40 albums. Well, if you count, you know, we were doing, putting out, um, um, in the beginning, it was 8-track, then we had 45s, 33s, then we went to cassette, now into CDs. So if you count them, maybe 150 different um Things that I've been That's on, not and you know, maybe about thirty or forty solo things, and my mother about eight, eight to ten albums. And with Dancing Cat, I think I put out three or four albums with him. And and was it five Grammys or four Grammys? Oh, we, I've been nominated seven times, and I got five Grammys for Best Hawaiian Music. You know, I mean, I was just talking with Cindy Schumacher, who's here. She's going to do an article for the Lahaina News on you uh, for Christmas, oh. and um, and about this wonderful honor of you receiving this award. Uh, I was just telling her, I think sometimes we tend to take for granted the most amazing 
uh, people like you that have done so much because you're so busy, George. You work so hard. You just came back from a tour. Yeah. You, you were in... Um, Santa Cruz, California, and, last week. And where and else? Then, and then I, I traveled. I did an 11-state uh, tour with Daniel Ho and Tia Carrera in uh, 11 states, 40 gigs in 23 days. <laughs> wow. And, and we sold out most of the shows. And some shows, they, uh, they, they, um, they added on shows. So like in Napa Valley, we added on uh, four more shows. You know? I've heard Napa's gotten big. Is that the Blue Note you did? Yeah, the Blue Note is, is, is a fantastic year. And plus to get good food. And, <laughs> and they just actually... Yeah, they, Napa, they, they you just, got yeah. wine and cheese. And actually, I met some of my family friends. My great-grandfather, back in the 1800s, um, had a... Uh, um, he was born in 19, well, maybe 18-something, but um, he um, had uh, 26 brothers and sisters. And I met one of his younger uh, sisters. She left Hawaii in 1920 and married a, a naval, naval guy from, I guess, World War II or something. So they settled in Napa. They own a whole winery. Her name is not Kahumoku. Her name is Wilson because she, she made it. And then they had Betaloni uh, Farms or something like that. It's amazing. They have did a whole you get to see them? Yeah, not only did they, I've, I've met them at Napa at the Blue Note, but then they, they were so, you know, enthralled that the fact that we made a connection, they actually, 10 of them uh, caught planes and they, they came to the <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Awards in Honolulu. And no. I felt so bad because, you know, I was, you know, right after the awards, I had to come back over here because I had another gig over here. So I couldn't stay in, a, you know, they, they rented a whole, you know, house and all this kind of stuff. And, and, oh, and my was, gosh. They brought their family. There's only 10 who came to the wards, but there's about 20 or 30 of them with their kids and all. They all came back to Honolulu. I said, you know, if you guys came to Maui, then I could take care of you guys. Yeah. You know, but they went to the, uh, and then they, they just rented a, I think they stayed at Elizabeth Taylor's house right down uh, <laughs> on, um, Right down there on uh, by Cocoa Head. I didn't know about that one. That's yeah. a good tip. And they had swimming uh, swimming pools and everything like that. They they rented the whole house. I didn't know Elizabeth Taylor had a house had on 40, Oahu. They had about forty four rooms or something. <gasps> so they took up the whole oh the mansion. Oh my gosh! And you couldn't stay. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you just came out with another one. This is so perfect. You have a new CD. Well, this is called Maui's uh, Slacky Christmas. And I actually did this a few years ago. Uh-huh. I used to do a lot of um, uh, gigs down at Keobalai Church. You know, this is like a sister church of ours. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're lucky. So I wrote some songs on there as well and things what, like what, that. What, what's some of your favorite Christmas songs that you do? Well, of course, the, my my favorite is a, a song um, uh, called uh, Pulaie, which means uh, Silent Night. And then, of course, um, Melikaliki Maka, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's so many songs that I wrote. You know, I should have brought my songbook too because I, I, um, there's uh, some songs that I wrote that for Kiawalai Church and stuff like that. And then there's also, I got to look at this, what, what I got on this album too because I haven't seen it for a while. Okay. Uh, Uamau, that's one of, that's a really great song. And, um, well, and then there's O O E O. That's a, that's a Maori song, and uh, Feliz Navidad. I learned that song from my students when I taught at Lahaina Luna High School. I had um, lots of Mexican students, so they taught me uh, um, how to sing Navidad. that. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. So yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. You want to bust into a song? Or? Yeah, yeah, bust yeah. into a song. Okay. Always love your songs. Okay, we're going to do. Uh, this is the most famous of the Hawaiian song. Mele kaliki maka is a thing to say 
On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island's greetings that we sent to you From the land where palm trees fade Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright Sun will shine by day and all the stars at night Mili Kaliki Makai It's one of the great ones. You know, I was talking to someone the other day about Melikalikimaka and the fact that most all of the world that listens to music can now say Melikalikimaka because of that song. And no, you can't, you know how words are mispronounced and no one knows how to say Merry Christmas in other languages except Feliz Navidad, you know, because of the song, right? Right. And but you know what? No one's done, and I, maybe it's time to do this, Uncle George. No one's done a, a New Year song, so no one knows how to say Happy New Year in Hawaiian. I don't think there's one Hawaiian song that says Happy New Year. Can you well, think of any? Well, I you know this uh, Happy New Year. If you would say is Haole La um, New is is, is uh, No, you know Haole um, No No La or Haole La. La No, N-O-U, which means new, you know, so I've actually written a song like La No, but I didn't write, I didn't finish it. I'd, like I said, I wrote hundreds of songs in chance, but that would be a I good idea. I thought it was Aloha Makahikiho, Aloha, maybe. Yeah, Makahikiho is another way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makahiki is like the new year, but then that Makahiki actually starts in October. Yes, <laughs> that's what we that's did last right. year for Thanksgiving. Yeah, right, for Thanksgiving, right. the Thanksgiving uh, Makahiki. I got Cindy in the studio, but the mic's not close enough, so if you hear someone mm-hmm. rumbling in the back, you have to talk more Just get up, get up closer. into the mic. Okay. Yeah, um, and, and that, that, that Makahiki starts with the moon uh, and the stars in uh, what we call Makali'i. Speaking of the stars, there's so many songs. I, I have to give you, before you leave, my new uh, book called The Christmas Gift which I wrote about, you know, a lot of it is about the Christmas star. And one of the great songs um, about the Christmas star, there's a couple of great, many of Christmas songs, actually, but Oh Holy Night, The Stars Were oh. Brightly Shining, you know, oh, is... It, I know those in Hawaiian, but I got to go Do you know that words. in Hawaiian? Yeah, but I got to go... See, um, I hope you... Uh, I got to take notes. Write it down. I got to write Oh Holy Night in Hawaiian, because I have oh, it in yeah. Hawaiian. In yeah, some place. Oh, holy night, silent night, of course. Can the do stars. Silent night in Hawaiian now? Yeah. The stars huh? were brightly shining. Night I can do silent night in oh, Hawaiian. Oh, yeah, let's yeah? hear that. You want to hear yeah. silent night in Hawaiian? Okay. This is a song I learned uh, as, a, as a kid, you know. We, we would sing. Actually, when I was a boy growing up in South Kona Kealia, we only had two cars, and one, the cars were used for taxis. But most of the time, um, we rode horse art. When I was um, uh, three years old, I manifested uh, getting a horse and by the time I was five, you know, just by um, using that huna, you know, yes, thinking about it, dreaming, visualizing. Feeling it. And then actually went over to shovel my horse so I would know what it smelled like <laughs> and everything. So I got a sense. What then. kind of horse did you get? I, I was an old Hawaiian horse and, um, uh, you know, Spanish breed. But what happened is my uncle saw that I loved the horse so much. He had a string of horses. So when I, the next time I, a horse gave birth, when I was about five years old, he gave me a horse called Jimmy Boy. I needed him uh. Jimmy Boy. Yeah. Oh, isn't it so always special, your horse? So, so, so at Christmas, believe it or not, in our village, you know, we had a small village of about a thousand people, but we would jump on our horses or donkey, whatever you had, and we'd go from house to house singing carols. Oh, 
Oh. And then people would give us money or food and something, and we'd take it down to the church, and, and there would be our makana to the church and those who were as fortunate as we were. I love that. Yeah, what a great that's, story. Yeah, so, so when you play songs like Silent Night in Hawaiian, do you think of those times when you oh, did yeah, carols on horseback? Oh, yeah, I remember on Jimmy Boy. You know, my tutu would be on her with a ukulele, my great-grandfather with his guitar. And then there'd be a whole bunch of us, you know, on horses, and maybe about 20, 30 people going from, from house to house. Oh, just singing. How and, and then people would gather on the porch, and then they'd bring out, you know, makana And gifts they'd for. sing along? Yeah, they'd yeah. sing along, yeah. yeah. And then we'd go to the next house, and we did this for, for a whole week. Wow. It wasn't only one night. We just did this for a whole week. And then, uh, and then uh, whatever we gathered, you know, we'd give it to the church, church over there, and they would uh, f- uh, distribute among our community. I love Kuka that. Kukana Church, yeah. Well, let's imagine we're all together mm-hmm. back in the day when you were on Jimmy Boy. <laughs> And uh, the village is coming out because they hear the horses coming up. And you start singing your Christmas carols to the village. Okay, so this is the one, first one. Uh, this song. I'm there. Well, you got to give Mickey a wave. We, we're walking out. Oh, 
there is a piece about that song that makes it so timeless. Something about that song, you really do feel the energy. Not a lot of songs talk about silence, you know, except yeah. the sounds of silence. But that is that one captures that magic yeah. of Christmas. It really does. What's some of your what's play a favorite Christmas song you have? Uh, this this is this is the song that um, my friend Rudy Kamai wrote, and it's a, kind of an English Christmas, but um, he wrote this way back in the seventies, you know. I was in college. song yeah so yeah actually uh, Uncle Eddie uh, mentored me in music and uh, I did a film with him way back in uh, gotta be about 86 or something and I raised um, you know I had connections in the in the in the Senate so we we, we, we raised almost a million dollars to do a movie called the Hawaiian way it's a slackish movie and then and then we, I got it's first Hawaiian ba- bank to to to, uh, to match it. So we, it was a two million dollar film yeah. in those days they used real Big film, you know, 35 yes. millimeter. And you could only go for 10 or 15 minutes, and you have to cut and everything. Cut, yeah. And I remember doing the, you know, I, I, I couldn't handle the, 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 we had like one year of recording, and we had to put it, I mean, probably about, you know, three, 4,000 hours of, and just to see them cut it and oh. they throw it on the floor and throw it away, it was just like, oh, it was nerve wracking for me oh, when wow. it came to editing. I remember so, that film with Eddie Kamai. That was one of the great films, actually, yeah. one of the wonderful films. Um, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to the great Uncle George Kahamoko, who just received the Lifetime Achievement Award uh, at the, from Hara. It's a great, great honor to be in the family of Hawaiian musicians. You've gotten many Nahoku Awards, but the Lifetime Achievement is special, and it was beautiful to see you in the company of those, some have passed on. Yeah, like the, the one for huapala.org, she passed on, you know, and then her son was there, Martin, to receive the award. And uh, then we had uh, Jay Lickner, and he was in a wheelchair, you know. And um, 
And then they had another auntie, uh, Mona Joy, and she was, you know, 90-something years. But wow. she still had a voice, man. She, really? She played, she actually played at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel years and years ago. And, you know, when it was, when it was, you know, in the 20s or something. And then here she, and she was playing on the same stage. Wow. You're like, at 92 years old. Can you believe that? Chicken skin. Yeah, so it was, it was really, uh, it was really something to see her. And then, and of course, my, um. Uh, a little bit younger than me, Randy Fong and I worked for Commitment Schools as a school principal, and we wrote several songs together when I was a school principal down there. And he still stayed with Commitment Schools, and all the song contests, he was the guy who did all the choreography, everything. So, so you know, he, that's huge. Yeah, did that's you make huge. a speech? Yeah, my basically my speech was, you know, I, I felt really honored and I felt humbled to be listed amongst those guys, and and I did the song about Kamapua and um and Pele. Well, you want to do that? It's, I saw you did that in Santa Cruz. It's such a great song. Let's talk a little bit about Pele because it's very auspicious that we've got the two volcanoes going off, Kilauea and also Mauna Loa, and that there's the ice and the ice goddess and also hey, Pele. And yeah, yeah. There's all, all these wars going on. Yeah. Well, you know, these are stories that was told. I went to Kamehameha School, so they had a, a storyteller, Miss uh, Curtis, Caroline Curtis would come around, and she wrote books in, about these legends too. But, but I also heard the same legends at my house. My tutu would tell me the same stories and my grandmother and my Greek. And then all of the Polynesians, even the Micronesians, have Explain stories. Explain the stories so the people... Well, basically the stories about uh, uh, Kamapua, whose uh, Kama means man and Pua means fig. He's part man, part fig. And he also has another form of a fish. When he jumps into the ocean, he changes into the fish. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why ah. you take that fish and you throw it on dry land and it starts to go... Ah. Such a grunt like a pig. I so, didn't know that. So these are all quinoa forms of kamapua. Then there's, and uh, Pele has, she has a beautiful young woman, you know, voluptuous, beautiful black hair, dark eyes, long flowing hair. Then she can turn into an old witch, you know, with dark, dark black, uh, like a, you know, and she has a koila stick. It's a digging stick. She digs, uh, that she, she, uh, it's a magic stick. She hits into the ground and, and it causes the volcano to erupt. And then she also, you know, and she's ugly, witchy, and, and everything like, like that. And then she can turn into a white dog. So she has these three kiddo law forms, we call it. It's like shape-shifting, you know? I does, I've never heard about the white dog. Yeah. Didn't know about the white so, dog. So, so, so what, what, what we're trying to do here, uh, what, you know, they, they, they tell the story about Maui, the, you know, Disney World, and uh, about, uh, you know, and Lilo and Stitch and all. And th to me, those guys are nothing. Compared to Pele and Kamafua, the, the legends of Pele is in the Maori tradition, the Samoans, the Tongans, the Micronesians, they all, even uh, in some places of Thailand, they heard of uh, Pele, and even the Philippines of, of Pele and Kamafua. You know so, what's also interesting? Pele, the famous soccer player, has been in the hospital. Oh, my been God. Been very ill. Isn't that strange yeah. that he's been in a very serious oh, wow. condition in the hospital while Pele is going off? Yeah. I don't know if it's coincidence or so, not. <laughs> so, so I want to tell you how I wrote this story. Mm -hmm. is that they have these battles that go on for years and years and years. And actually, uh, the story is told to me that Kamapua came from the island of Kauai. And he had a dream about this beautiful young woman with Pele. But he didn't know she had shape-shifting forms too. Mm -hmm. So from Kauai, he goes to Naviliwi Holler. And as a young man, he jumps into the ocean. Immediately, turns into the fish. As a fish, he swims past Oahu, you know, past Diamond Head, and, and uh, past, uh, um, what's, it, what's that? Uh, it's also, uh, this is, starts in geography, too. 
because he actually goes to Kaina Point, past Wainite Coast, past Pearl Harbor, past Waikiki, it's over to the Sandy Beach, and he goes, shoots all the way to Molokai, goes to the backside of uh, Molokai, past Kalau Papa, uh, Pelikunu Valley, then he shoots across to to Maui, and he goes to Honokoha Valley, and shoots across to towards Kanapali. From Kanapali goes to Kihei, from Kihei goes all the way across to Hana, and from Hana he shoots all the way across to the Big Island. So, so this is how we learn our, our genealogy on the pathway that I mean, I'm learning these kids, this these songs, this 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 story at three years old, you know. And then from kind of, uh, from Hamako, he goes past Waipio Valley, uh, and, and then past Lapuhuri Point. Then he goes all the way into Hilo Bay, and lands at Hilo Bay, and in a, a place called Mokuola, the Island of Life. And then he changes into his pig farm, and he treks 30 miles up the mountain to to meet with Pele. Now these are stories that I wrote, I wrote down and stuff. Now, if eventually they, they meet up, and when he reaches the edge of the the caldera, he looks into Halimaumau, which means the house of Maumau Ferns, and he sees an old lady teaching these young maidens how to dance the hula. And he, then he immediately changes to his, his handsome young form. He's extruding with her, oh, you know, muscles and veins popping out of his neck and his legs and his thighs. And all the ladies get all so enthralled by him. They don't pay one bit of attention to the old lady who's Pele trying to teach him the hula. So they, they get all Google-eyed, and, and, and then she, but she has special powers too, Pele. So she looks at him, the old lady looks at him, and she says, oh, you're nothing but an old, ugly pig. And it is. When he said pig for him, he has 40 tusks, 40 eyes, and he's drooling all of himself, you know, chomping his books, and then, you know, just drooling all of himself all the time. So that's what she sees. And then uh, and then he calls her a bad name in Hawaiian. <laughs> and you cannot fool around with toothpaste. So she went to Kawila stick. She stumps the ground, and all the meetings go, oh, no, they know how about, how about her bad temper. So they all run away and skirt, skirt away, and the ground cracks open, and the, the, the ground starts to, uh, lava starts flowing all around uh, Kamapua. Now, he has another uh, shape shift. He can go small like a mouse, but huge like a mountain. So he starts scaling huger and huger. And if you ever have any animals, I like this part of the story. You know, this is the only time we could talk about stuff like this in, in school or at home, even. So... Kamapoi gets really scared in his pig form and he starts to shh. He starts to <laughs> urinate and not only he starts to defecate. And this is making mountains and mountains. It's putting out Tutu Pele's fire. This, this story goes on and they go from centuries to centuries, from island to island, these battles. Wow. Now they eventually decide to make peace. And when they make peace, they divide up the island. So each island has one side that's Kamapoi's side that has nice valleys and the river streams. Imagine a pig huge like a mountain digging up those valleys. And the other side is always Philly's side with the rocks and the volcanoes. And, uh, you know, so then at the end of the story, uh, uh, Miss Curtis said, so what part of the island do you live on? So if you live on the windward side of the island, that's Kamapua's territory. And if you live on the leeward where Diamond Head is and all like that, that's Philly's territory. So anyway, getting back to the story, how I wrote this song is, I, uh, I actually went to school in, from 68 to 79, no, 68 to 74 at uh, California College of Arts and Crafts. And some of my classes were at UC Berkeley. And at the same time, there's a lot of uh, demonstrations going on in the Telegraph. That's where I got to play with Janis Joplin at a place wow. called uh, Cody's Bookstore. And on 7th Street, there's a blues bar. 
I worked construction, so one of my friends owned the blues bar, um, Mar Sylvester Marshall. So I got to play there with B.B. Um, King. Oh, my gosh. And also met, uh, you know, Norton Buffalo and Elvin Bishop. and all, We were all young in all, all, all those days. And the other thing that we had in common besides music, we loved to eat. <laughs> you know, so I can go on in stars that even B.B. King, he had, he had six suitcases and his guitar, I think Lucille. Yeah. But only one suitcase had clothes. The rest of them had pots and pans. <laughs> and then he carried his own stove, <laughs> cooking stove. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I know. Would, he would cook up this big storm. He'd have to go down to the 9th Street um, Farmer's Market and they'd have ham hocks. And he'd buy like, you know, 20 pounds of ham hocks, put it in his big five, <laughs> oh, you know, 20 cool. gallon. And he'd, he'd boil ham hocks. And, you know, in, in Hawaii, we used to eating beans, but out of a can. But he, did, he went out and got beans that was raw. You know, in a bag, and then he bought them, and he soaked them in water. It's a whole process. I didn't know you had to go through that overnight, and he you take out all the pebbles and all of this, and and he had uh, you know stuff, and he made um, turnip greens and chitlins <laughs> and all oh, man, a sweet potato pie. I mean, he made he made this all on his cooking stove. I know, I believe it. I I did an interview with him when I was in Santa Rosa, and he he had that, and he did that same thing there. He did. And that was years ago, of course. Oh really? Um, yeah. So I want to hear that song though about that you you did the song about Pele. Oh yeah. And so so okay. So here I am. So one of the things that you know we, I got arrested too at People's Park, and then, you know we did a lot of demonstrations <laughs> for Caesar Vez with Safeway stores and all that. So so anyway, um, and one of the things we learned to do is sit down, you know, and meditate. And I learned this thing called, um, you know. Um, um, it's kind of like slow down your heart, slow down your kind of. So after I graduated, I had a bachelor's in fine arts. I had a master's in sculpture. I had a fifth year t teaching cred credential. Went home to the Big Island. No job. <laughs> <laughs> Story there, yeah. So I went up to Mauna Ulu, sat on the edge of the volcano, and I just meditated. I went, um, um. And after about 20 minutes of meditating, up came, I'm not kidding, from the middle of the volcano from Mauna Ulu, came Tutupili started erupting. Oh, wow. And the fountain went about five feet, 10 feet. When they reached 1,000 feet high, I said, I better get the heck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious business. So it was the old chain of Creators Road. This is back in 70, gotta be 70, I came back 74, this is around 75. So, I headed up the chain of creators road. It took me about two and a half hours. And when I looked back, there was now a curtain of fire going 13 miles long, two miles into the sky. And for meditation, um, I got inspiration. And I wrote this song about Tutu Pele. And this song was number one on KCCN for almost six years. This song launched my whole music career because of this one song. And George Winston heard this song on the radio. And that's how he contacted me and my brother to be on his recording. So it, it just goes, it goes on and, and on and on. And then from there, you land up meeting Nancy, who's now your wife. Yeah, yeah. And then I met Nancy, who's not, not my, it's, it's just like one thing, you know, they, some people call it coincidence something, but I just uh, say, was, I was at the right vibration at the right time. You yes. Know? So what's the name of this song? The song is called Ho'okupu, and it's a gift from Kamapua uh, to Pele. He's asking her for forgiveness, you know, because they get into spats. Now, yeah. And it says, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm just turning. I turn it first. <laughs> I like that ringtone. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Just silence it. Just turn it down. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna turn it off. So I don't yeah. know what the, how to. Put it. So so anyway, and so 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 I wrote this song, 
And from my meditation, oh, I got inspiration. Wrote this song about Tutu Pele. It talks about. Um, I think, by the way, you did this at the a famous radio station called K Pig, which kind of made sense. Oh as yeah, well. yeah. And when I did this at K Pig, they loved it. In fact, I'm doing a joint now for K Pig. You know, they, they 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 think they know about pigs, but I raised pigs for 20 years. I told them I know all the sounds, even the mating sounds, the calling sounds, the hungry sounds. You know, like like the one for you, if you, if the sounds in heat, this is the heat sound. This is when they're hungry. Back to that's the horny sound. And the meals actually go over there with their their their, um, their uh, nose. They actually go up and down the wahini's uh, breast to stimulate them. And then uh, so so and I, I actually mimicked that. And I used to AI pigs. You know, I don't know if this is getting too deep or too much information for you, but I used to artificially insert pig, pigs, and I used to, I used to breed uh, 15, 20 pigs. Just go down, and I put them in a, a bottle and went right down the line and bit them all. But I would run a boar scent in front of me, or a boar to get them all stimulated, and I just to go down and, and breed like... Let's play the song. <laughs> okay, play the song. <laughs> and a song about Kamafua and uh, the part man, part pig, and, uh, and Pele. Okay. Hey, no, no. Don't get me start talking about hey, come off, I'm a farmer, you remember? She moves all she touches. She moves towards the sea. She's a mover of mountains. Really moves me. No, I know. I'm a poor. Burning eyes on desire. Lips like burgundy. Sparks of hair blowing through the breeze. She really. Red and black are her colors She's burning to the night I can see her in the distance She really moves me In one I can see her in the sunrise See her when the sun, sun sets Burning urgency
walking near the edge, guided by her light. I can feel her presence. She really moves me. Don't get me talking about figs, though. <laughs> now, I want to show you. Uh, yes, I don't please think it's do. Yes. So, I, so what I've been doing is spending my time um, doing the songs, but doing the illustrations. This is Kamapua as a handsome young man farm. This is Tutu Peri, beautiful woman. And this is Kamapua in his, uh, in his fish farm right here. Uh-huh. So that's what we're doing. And the song is called Hokupu, which means the gift. Kamapua. Oh, the gift, of course. Yeah. And then this is uh, the black and white version of that. Mm-hmm. Now, just for you that don't know, I mean, George makes sure he gets all of these. He does all these pictures himself. Isn't yeah, that yeah. amazing? Yeah, and then, and then so, so I'm trying to concentrate more on that. And this is the, the table of contents, the story of Kamapue. And then this is the Alala bird. This is actually um, almost extinct now. And then, uh, and I'm going to have booklets made. And 10 of these books is going to be into one thing. And then this is a story. We got more time I can tell. And this is Kamapua in his ugly pig form. He has 40 eyes and 40 tusks, see? I didn't put the jeweling part. I figure you got to <laughs> use that imagination. <laughs> so I've told the stories. But these are stories. I, I actually drew these from my, my, my own pigs that I've caught the way. And this is uh, the, 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 his journey. Oh, you the see? journey around the islands. Yeah, from, from Nihau, then he goes around, uh-huh. he goes around Oahu, and then he goes all around over here, over, over, uh, Big Island, uh, Maui, and then lands in Hilo Bay and then trucks it all the way to Halemaumau. And this is Kamapua in his handsome young man form. You see all the muscles and the veins popping out? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you captured the legend. Yeah. And then this is Tutupele with all the, the Hawaiian bats flying around her and the Alala bird. And this is her kawila stick. Her magic kawila she uses to dig up in oh, wow. the fire. Wow. Yeah. And then the story... So I wrote the story, and I, you know, you could make that as a children's book, as a coloring book yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing too, then what's even more important now? I have the sheet music to go along with the story. It's not sort of before we just make sheets, yeah. sheets. And my friend uh, David um, Hose, and he David Hose was the programmer for all the Star Wars movies that I met for to Daniel. Hull. And then this is the last. And uh, uh, story, the story I just told you about the song. How I wrote the song. Beautiful. And what then do you want? And has the left, leftover. This I love it. So it's a. So, so you'll it'll maybe be in a, a few weeks. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, this is actually the last copy. I just got it from the printers yesterday. So How exciting. We're going to make booklets and then, and then, um, and then I'm actually doing each of these will be um, um, uh, postcards. You know, see, oh, these are moving too, too yes. great now. So I'm making postcards yes. yeah. of uh, all the different pictures and stuff like that. They'd make great uh, prints, woodblock prints as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so let's play another song off this wonderful album, which is a perfect gift to give for Christmas um, and to play as you're decorating your Christmas tree. Yeah, uh, We're playing it on, I think, on our sister station, KEWE, and I'm going to add it to my station in Sedona, uh, KUOS. Um, Valerie says... Where does Uncle find the time and energy to do all this? He's an amazing man. Well, that is true. I, you know, I don't know how you do all well, this. You get what, up very early well, in the well, morning. Well, the thing is, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to, um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff on, uh, you know, I've, I've been actually, all these years, I didn't realize it, but I was, I was AHDH, 
probably autistic on the, on the skin, and also uh, uh, bipolar. I just started taking medication, and you know, I only needed three or four hours sleep. You know, I'm almost 75 years old, and and just recently, I started uh, getting diagnosed for all of this stuff. And it, I, I mean, I taught kids for. I think that's why I related well with the at-risk kids. You know, a lot of them were autistic, a lot of them were bipolar, and I didn't realize that. Gee, all the symptoms they take. So I'm I'm say, taking this a medication called Lexapro, that actually helps me to get more balance. You know, but but before I was I was, I was always manic, especially during uh, COVID. I got manic about farming. Like I had to have set things down a certain way. And I, and before that, I was always get up at three o'clock in the morning, but then I would jump into the farm. But now, instead of jumping right into the farm, I go and I draw and I write first for two to six hours. I ch I'm changing my habits so I can get back into the farming. So then, of course, that means that a lot of the farming, I mean, you wouldn't believe there's so many s small things that I do. Like this morning, I cooked 100 pounds of taro. And we're making 44. Um, um, what you call Lahaina Bakery, so they can make poi rolls, you know what I mean? And then we got the Maui Food Hub, we, we sell between, you know, $500 and $2,500 worth of vegetables and fruits from our farm, and then we also um, pick up farms from other farms that I've mentored, so they cannot move the sweet potatoes or cucumbers, so I'm moving it for them, and I'm selling it to Tantes and, uh, and um, uh, TS restaurants and all of that, so, and then what, what took me I have a couple of part-time workers, so I'm, I'm actually trying to find um, somebody to do to take over the, you know, the day-to-day -day operations of our farm. Yes. I'm looking at um, moving our, our operation, my operation, over to uh, Watsonville. My daughter, um, my 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 wife's birth daughter, uh, her husband works at the uh, uh, Watsonville uh, schools, and um, I, I'm trying so we can do workshops and stuff like that. So nine months out of the year. I think I'm gonna be uh, probably eight months. Then when it comes Makahiki season, then I'll come back to 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 Maui. We have five minutes, so I okay. would love some a couple Christmas songs. Okay, to go let's out just with. okay. This is a song. It's it's a song called uh. Well, there's several. This is this is a song that says you are, the one. You you are. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. It's, it's actually a Maori song. I'm gonna sing it in Maori first, and then I'll sing it's it. It's a Maori song. It's a Maori song. Wow. Yeah. And you are the, you know, I'm going to sing it. I remember the words in, in English. Kokoyo Ematualani Kokoyo Abayuta You're the source of things. Come here, you my Lord, my Savior. Come on, higher than the highest mountain.
Since Cindy Schumacher is here, I want to write one. I mean, sing one of my favorite songs. It speaks about aloha and love. Written by me, lovely Queenie Kalani. Thank you. And thank you. Be looking for how will they get this um, beautiful piece that you're working on when they want it? How will they be able to yeah, get you it? You can get this. This uh, you can uh, go to my uh, website kahuvuku.com and order it. You know, and then you also can get the, the album too. Anyway, here's us uh, going out um, for my Mexican piece. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prosperos años, felicidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prosperos años, felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a Melikalikimaka. I wanna wish you a Melikalikimaka. I wanna wish you a Melikalikimaka from the bottom of my Love you, love you. Thank you for all you do so much. Love you, Uncle George, and thank you, Cindy, for all you do as well. There'll be an article in Line of News about this that you can do. And she did a nice story that will be out on the 21st, also about my book, 
the Christmas gift, which I'll give you as my gift. Much love to you always. Um, aloha oi, and big hugs. How do you say big hugs in Hawaiian? <laughs> big is nui. Nui hugs. Uh, honey, honey. Oh, definitely. Nui, 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 nui honey, honey. Yeah, nui, nui, honey, honey. <laughs> okay, al- <laughs> aloha.